So good afternoon, Dr. Lemons. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you. I'm well. I'm well. My name is Fanny Green. Tell me just a little bit about yourself. I am professor in the Department of English at the University of South Florida. I teach courses in African-American literature and biblical studies from a Black feminist, womanist standpoint. I'm also an ordained minister. My artistic expressivity in terms of visual and poetic expression is very much grounded in a contemplative spiritual context based on this concept that I've been working on for quite a while. I call it community healing through artistic transformation. I also play on that acronym in a recent book that I published, an edited volume called Liberation for the Oppressed. And I use the acronym CHAT as the subtitle of that book. The subtitle is Community Healing Through Activist Transformation. You and I, we seem to uh, mirror one another. I also am a professor at the University of South Florida. I teach in the School of Theater and Dance, particularly on the performance faculty in theater. I am presently its current interim chair for this academic year. I am also an ordained minister. I am also a writer, and I am also... Well, you and I don't share the fact that we're actors, but I admire your spoken word, and uh, I endeavor to dip my toe into that as well. I was invited to be the guest editor for the Arts Coast magazine by Sheila Cowley, who is the editor of the magazine, and I agreed and was very excited to bring artists together across differences to talk about the power of art as an agent for healing and human well-being. You posed questions to each artist that will be included, and I wanted to ask you a question. So what single words or a phrase would you use to encapsulate a description of yourself as a Black man and a Black male feminist? Healer. Okay. As a brother, husband, and father. I think uh, I would say an inspirer. Okay. As a Black male professor at a PWI, it stands for predominantly white institution. The one word I would uh, say there would be consciousness. Okay. As a writer, poet, painter, spoken word artist. Contemplator. Excellent. Excellent. What color is a color that describes you, the totality of you? I would say red. Red. Okay, why red? Red is the inner, I would say, fuel of all human beings to live. Because uh, when we, if we were to prick our fingers, we would find that we are all the same color. And that color is the color of blood. And that color is red. All right. Thank you. So my second question is, what is your vision of an art community for building creative alliances across different identities? Now, this is a question that you asked each contributor, and I thought it would be a good question for you to answer as well. Well, I think in this particular day and time, given the trauma of the war in Ukraine, racist violence, and the 
urgency of a kind of white supremacist ideology, particularly in the context of the last violent shooting of 13 individuals who are of African descent in Buffalo, New York, by a young white male who identifies as a white supremacist. Out of those 13 people he shot, Black people he shot, 10 of them were killed. But I think in a real way, alliance building has to be about a stand against systemic and institutionalized oppression across differences, not only race, but gender, class, that's economic status, sexuality, culture, and ability. All right. Excellent. I get lost um, just listening to you speak because you speak quite eloquently and very directly toward the ills of our uh, worldwide community. And it's very refreshing. I want to just segue before I ask this third question to just talk about you as a, a multifaceted artist. As an author, I went back and I tried to track the number of books that you have either edited or been the uh, single author of. And you tell me where I err and if I leave anything out, okay? I have Black Male Outsider. I have Womanist Forefathers, Frederick Douglass and W.E.B. Du Bois. I have Building Womanist Coalitions. Building Womanist Coalitions, Teaching and Writing in the Spirit of Love. Feminist Solidarity at the Crossroads that you edited with Kim Vaz. I have Hooked on the Art of Love, Liberation for the Oppressed that you mentioned earlier, which is the most recent, and I'm missing one. There is one that uh, is focused on my pedagogical approach to teaching the Bible as literature, and that book was co-written with two of my colleagues, Scott Newmeister and Susie Holer. The book is titled, Let Love Lead on a Course to Freedom. And so those, I think that's that's all of them. And then I have one that's coming out, co-edited with a colleague of mine, Dr. Cheryl Rodriguez, in Mm -hmm. Africana Studies at the University of South Florida. And that Mm -hmm. book is an edited volume called Still Woke, The Freedom of Teaching Black Feminist and Womanism. All right. I spoke about you as a multifaceted artist. When you talk about the word chat, what is chat? That acronym, chat, is representative of not only one concept, but two. And the first one, as I mentioned, community healing through artistic transformation. Mm-hmm. And then the second play on that acronym is community healing through activist transformation. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the way I play on that acronym in terms of the, the use of the wording, they are integrated in the ways that artistic transformation and activist transformation for me are groundbreaking in their solidarity that to be an artist of African descent, male artist of African descent, I believe that artistic practice whether it's visually, whether it's performative in plays or music or even in spoken word, should have a centered aspect on social justice. Mm-hmm. And as I pointed out, the title of my uh, most recent book, Liberation for the Oppressed, 
should be focused really very much on enabling people who have been marginalized historically because of their differences, whether that difference is centered around race, gender, class, sexuality, culture, or, and some people use the term disability. I don't use the term disability because disability suggests that you're not able, but I think all of us, that all human beings have challenges around ability. So I like to talk about art as a motive to engage people to be self-aware, self-conscious of the power of art to self-actualize. So I'm going to be bold and suggest to you that you add that second A in chat so that it's C-H-A-A-T so that you have artistic and activist transformation um, together. <laughs> That's a good thought. <laughs> I, well, you know, you as an artist, the performance you know, professor yourself, to play with wording uh, is actually creative. And so when you begin to do that, you inspire people to think about, oh, I didn't know I was thinking about that word. Well, let's mm-hmm. play on that word. And so thank you for that play. You're welcome. You're welcome. It just sounds as I listen to you talk that art, one of the tools and one of the things that art can do, no matter what form it takes, that in addition to being healing, that art itself is activist oriented and that artists can begin to see themselves as healers, as activists that are all encapsulated in community, in transformation, and in the art form, whatever the art form is. And so it's, it's lovely to hear you speak about that. I want to read something that you sent to me, and it says, first and foremost, as an African-American abstract painter and spoken word artist, I believe art should inspire all individuals to engage in the liberating power of Black Community Building Alliance, whether it be through visual presentations, our voices, our physical movement, our creative writing, and or sign language. This is the ground root, and I love that word, ground root, of what you call my Africa art as a painter. So I wanted to ask you, let's go back to the question. When chat is fully realized, can you describe for us what it will be? Well, I think it is the realization that is a life calling that is forever. So I don't really think that, oh, when I reach this point, then chat has been materialized. It has been mm-hmm. realized. I think as Okay, artists, so let me, let me ask you something. So is chat, as it evolves, will it be a building or will it forever be a concept that draws us together? It will never be a building. And thank you for using that word. Mm-hmm. But it will be a concept that will draw artists together mm-hmm. across our differences. And it's inter- interesting that you reference um, the, the title of what I call my art, my Africa art. And, and I've actually had an exhibit where the word Africa, and I spell it in my own sense, A-F-R-I-K-A. But I mm-hmm. wanted to really draw attention to that word in terms of the way that I think about it. But I believe, as, as you ask me, 
the question about whether chat will be in its evolution ultimately a building or will it continue to be a concept of bringing artists together and for me and i don't know it will be place to place mind to mind spirit to spirit soul to soul and in that way i think of it as an eternal kind of concept because we know that uh, well hopefully uh, we know that um, that which we see in the form of a structural concept in the form of a building eventually that's not going to that building will not last forever but in the spirit of the work of chat the conceptual idea of it is everlasting i say art should inspire all individuals to connect to the creative gifts the divine spirit has given us whether they be through our voices our physical movement our writing and or our hands to envision that which lies beyond the limits of visual or touchable perception so let me ask you i i love the fact that it will not be housed in a building how will artists know you say artists and then you say sometimes black artists how will artists know about chat well and this is the challenge and i think this is where uh one would want to say you know it's uh, it's kind of oxymoronic and that's mm-hmm. another word i'm playing on oxymoron mm-hmm. that you say one thing but then it's another thing mm-hmm. but you know in a in a pragmatic way especially in terms of the visual and performative concept of art there there must be a, a pragmatic space Mm-hmm. to represent the artistry of individuals. So that, that might be uh, taking place in a literal space as an exhibit, a performance. But the concept, even when the performance is over or the exhibit closes in that space, the art lives on. I say art should challenge us to see beyond the material world opening us up to the place of imaginative realization. It is a place, in this place, we begin to see worlds of creative power we have never witnessed before. And so we're creating these new worlds, both in the, what, pragmatic way, Mm -hmm. in the service of people to see, to hear, to feel, to touch, right? To hear, to listen, but in the conceptual idea of chat, it's about an inner healing that is about the creative power of art to actually heal one on the inside out. All right. So tell me about, um, as we close, the vision of this edition. Tell me about the artists that you've collected. And when I step away, when I viewed it and I've listened to it and I've seen it and I've read it, what is the takeaway? Well, so uh, in working in collaboration with Sheila Cowley, uh, mm-hmm. the whole idea is, is we both agreed to my concept that art has the power of creative expression mm-hmm. for healing and well-being for all humans. In this framework, I say, art allows us to be present in these new worlds that we create, where we can live Mm -hmm. in, 
love freely and lavish joyfully in the creative inspiration of the divine calling to be healers. And ultimately, through this gift of healing Mm -hmm. as artists, we have imaginative power. Our mind, body, and our souls connect and unite in unity to express. And this may sound like a kind of, (laughs) what is this, another oxymoron? To express the inexpressible. And so what I really want to underscore in the representation of the artists in the June issue of the Arts Coast magazine is the vision of love for all humanity through artistic expressivity for transformation. We must change people's lives to believe that we all have the right to be creative.